of abide. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is what and who you are. Love is your deepest essence, a wellspring inside of you welling up into limitless life. The path of conscious love is a relationship calling forth who you really are. Welcome to Coalesce, a series of honest, inclusive, and contemplative reflections. Living in relational wholeness, we enter our we pray Coalesce will enrich and deepen your experience along the path of conscious love. Good day, good people. This is episode 86, One Flow of Love, and I am Reverend Robert Farrell. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are most certainly welcome here. Please let me know in the chat section that you can hear me okay, and if at any time uh, there's an audio or video issue, just let me know in the chat section and we'll pause to get it corrected. I do want to let you know, and I'll remind you at the end of tonight's session, that in two weeks, we will have Simon DeVoyle join us for live music. You've heard many of his songs played uh, during the Path of Conscious Love sessions, but uh, in two weeks, he's going to join us live. So mark your calendars for that, and at the end of the session, I'll put the link to that one so you can be sure to have it for your calendar. Tonight's contemplative reflection begins with my gratitude for a long list of wisdom teachers that have contributed to tonight's wisdom lesson. St. John of the Cross, Martin Buber, Cynthia Bourgeau, Robert Oppenheimer, Robert Lanza, C. Baxter Kruger, Thomas Merton, Daniel Walsh, Elizabeth Barrett Browning, and Richard Rohr. And tonight's music, we'll hear Alexis Sunshine Rose, Simon DeVoyle, and Paul Isaac. These are contemplative reflections, and contemplation is an interior awareness and a sustained receptivity of our depth dimension. So instead of listening with the ear of your intellect, you listen with your heart, where the depth of the words contacts the depths of you. Let the depths of the words contact the depth of you. To find that place, to come into that place of sustained receptivity and inner awareness, let us drop in and center in body, mind, and spirit with a two-minute breathing practice.
for many of us, this moment feels chaotic and terribly stressful. Join us for a few moments to turn inward and connect to your innermost you. Gently close your eyes and feel the gentleness of breath inside your body as you repeat these words. My deepest me is love. My deepest me is whole. My deepest me is limitless. My deepest me is infinite. My deepest me is compassion. My deepest me is sacred. My deepest me is mystery. My deepest me is forgiveness. My deepest me is beauty. My deepest me is God. My deepest me has knowledge to give. I open my heart and listen. One flow of love. All authentic knowledge of God is participatory. It is the unique, open horizon gift of people of faith. Divine knowing, some would call it spiritual intuition, is actually an allowing of someone else to know in us, through us, for us, and even as us. God accomplishes this in the soul through communication and participation. This is transformation into three persons, in power and wisdom and love, and thus the soul is like God through this transformation. Such knowing does not inflate the ego, but beautifully humbles it, teaching us patience. Spiritual knowing is often called wisdom and must be distinguished from merely having correct information or knowledge. God cannot be known as we know any other object which we are able to objectify. God can never be objectified in this way, but only be subjectified by becoming one with the source. When neither you nor the other is treated as a mere object, both rest in an I-thou of mutual admiration. You have spiritual knowing, or what is called contemplative knowing. 
if a rational created start if a rational creator started this whole thing then there is a connection between the one who creates and what is created the universe is created by life and not the other way around our word for that foundational life is spirit there is a similarity between the perceived two ends of the universe, the Creator and all the creatures. In Genesis 1.26, God said, Let us create in our image, in the likeness of ourselves. And the energy in the universe is not in the planets nor in the atomic particles, but very surprisingly in the relationship between them. This is where all the power for infinite renewal is at work. The loving relationship between them, the infinite love between them, the dance itself. In other words, it is an entirely relational universe. And if we try to stop this flow moving through us, with us, and in us, we fall into the true state of sin. And it is a state. The law of flow is simple, and Jesus states it in many formulations, such as Matthew 5, 7, Happy are the merciful, they shall have mercy shown to them. What goes around comes around. And we're able to sing, Let my heart reflect thy light. Let my heart reflect thy light, Lord, as the moon reflects the light of the sun in love, always in love. Let my heart reflect thy light, Lord, as the moon reflects the light of the sun in love, always in love. Ooh, Allah, Allah, ooh, Allah, Allah, ooh, Allah, Allah, ooh, ooh, Allah, Allah, ooh, Allah, Allah, ooh, Allah, Allah ooh. Let my heart reflect thy light, Lord, as the moon reflects the light of the sun in love, always in love. Let my heart reflect thy light, Lord, as the moon reflects the light of the sun in love, always in love. Who Allah, Taking a breath and letting you reflect thy light. Finding that place, connecting with that place of sustained receptivity where you listen with your heart, where you're listening, where the depth of the words 
contact the depths of you. One of the most wonderful things in the classic naming of God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is its affirmation that there is an intrinsic plurality to goodness. Goodness isn't sameness. Goodness, to be goodness, needs contrast and tension, not perfect uniformity. God's goal is the making of persons, which means there is clear diversity and a kind of open-endedness in all of nature. Even in the eternal nature of things, you're somehow you in your you-ness, on the path that God is leading you on, the journey you are going through, the burdens that you are bearing. All of these are combining to create the precise alchemy of your soul, your holiness, and your response. In the eternal scheme of things, you discover that all God wants from you is you. All I can give back to God is who I really and fully am. That is all God wants. The Trinity reveals a pattern of perfect freedom whereby each of the three person allows the other two to be fully themselves and remains in full givenness toward each of them. Hear that again. The three persons allows the other two to be fully themselves and remains in full givenness toward each of them. We now have a full definition of the shape of the divine and also of human love. Many of us started with some notion of God as an abstract being, and then, because of Jesus, we decided that this being is also loving. Instead, the Trinitarian revelation begins with the loving and this is the true definition of being. Starting with the three, and know that this is the shape of true oneness. There is now a hidden communion, an absolute friendship at the heart of everything. And resurrection is no longer a one-time anomaly in the body of Jesus, but the pattern of the universe. Birth, life, death, resurrection. All reality can be pictured as an infinite outflowing that generates an eternal enfolding. This eternal flow is echoed in history by the self-emptying of the incarnation and the Holy Spirit seducing us back to God. The foundational good news is that creation and humanity have structurally been in this flow from the very beginning. You can see Ephesians 1 and Romans 8. The divine dance isn't a closed circle. We are all invited. Let's dance. The stunning truth is that this triune God 
in amazing and lavish love, determined to open the circle and share the Trinitarian life with others. The interweaving of the three always produces a fourth on another level, because God is the wellspring of life. Lord is my song, the Lord is my praise. All my hope comes from God. The Lord is my song, the Lord is my praise. God, the wellspring of life. The Lord is my song, the Lord is my praise. All my hope comes from God. Is my song, the Lord is my praise, God, the wellspring of life. The Lord is my song, the Lord is my praise, all my hope comes from God. The Lord is my song, the Lord is my praise, God, the wellspring of life. Is my song, the Lord is my praise. All my hope comes from God. The Lord is my song, the Lord is my praise. God, the wellspring of life. Taking another breath, listening with your heart for where the depth of the words contacts the depth of you. We are, we are a continuance of a subsistent relation with what we call Trinity. Wow. The human person must see itself in continuity with God and not a fully separate creation. Mature Christianity is thus an invitation to share in the personal life of God a dynamic of generated love forever continued in space and time through God's creatures. God's self-knowledge includes knowledge of us. God's self-love includes love of us. They are the same knowing, the same loving, and the same freedom. From God's side, we are always known and loved subject to subject, just as the persons of the Trinity know and love one another. God and the human person must know and can know one another, center to center, subject to subject. We will not and cannot know one another if we objectify one another. We are never an object to God. God cannot not love God's image in us. God cannot not love God's image in us. 
That's good news. Our personhood originates in the divine logos, the eternal Christ, as imitations and reflections of God's relationship to God's self. The end for which the human person is created is to manifest the truth of Christ in the love God has for himself and his divine trinity. Divine personhood and human personhood are reciprocal, mutually mirroring concepts, which is infinite openness and capacity to love. Think of your own experience. How many people do you know, including yourself, who are really in this divine dance with an appropriate and balanced degree of self-love and self-giving? It is the very definition of psychological maturity. Insofar as an appropriate degree of self-love is received, held, enjoyed, trusted, and participated in, this is the same degree to which love can be given away to the rest of the world. We learned it from the Trinity, the movement of receiving and handing it on. If it's not flowing out of you, it's probably not flowing towards you. Spiritual joy has everything to do with things going on within you. It's an inherent inner aliveness. Joy is an inside job. Joy is not first determined by the object enjoyed as much as the enjoyer. When the flow is flowing, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's all inherently sacred and deeply satisfying. Earth is crammed with heaven and every common bush of fire with God. All is whole and holy in the very seeing. The river is already flowing and you are in it. The river is already flowing and you are in it. You just have to let go of whatever it is within you that is saying no to the flow. Let go of any shame that is keeping the indwelling spirit from guiding you. The one flow of love. And there we have joy to life. Joy to life, joy to seasons, joy to every living being, joy to all beneath the moon and sun. Joy to life, joy to seasons, joy to every living being, joy to all, and peace to everyone. To you who hear our songs, who makes the mountain strong, the hope of all the earth and seas, 
joy to every living being, joy to all beneath the moon and sun. Joy to life, joy to seasons, joy to every living being, joy to all and peace to Continuing in your interior awareness and your sustained receptivity of your depth dimension. You're invited to spend the next three minutes journaling about your experience. Where the depth of the words contacted the depth of you. Where love touched you. Is there any new insight? Where did deep call to deep? Three minutes to journal anything about your experience.
Take a breath now, deeper than the one you just took. And we'll shift into our spiritual practice for this week, which is kenosis. And you'll be able to find the guidelines for this practice on the Contemplative Inner Being website. I'll put that link into the chat section for you. Now we'll just take a few minutes to share those guidelines with you. The Trinity is unhindered kenosis. Kenosis is a Greek word for self-emptying, self-giving, holding nothing back. And Jesus modeled such vulnerability and surrender, becoming human, serving the poor and the sick, and giving up his life. In Philippians 2, we read, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Contemplative prayer is a practice of kenosis or self-emptying. At its most basic, contemplation is letting go of our habitual thoughts, preferences, judgments, and feelings. Although life itself, love, awe, or suffering is often the catalyst for our transformation, contemplation is a daily small death to the false self, to the ego. It prepares a spacious place in which resurrection of true self can occur. So imagine that you're part of a water wheel. Water flows into one bucket and pours out into a lower bucket. In the act of lowering and emptying yourself, you make room for more water to fill into you. This self-giving flow creates energy and power. It can literally change our relationships, our politics, and our world. As you practice, hopefully this way of being will become part of your actions and interactions with others. Beyond your meditation cushion, people filled with the flow will always move away from any need to protect their own power and will be drawn to the powerless, the edge, the bottom, the plain, and the simple. They have all the power they need, and it always overflows like water seeking the lowest crevices to fill. Um, before we have our closing blessing and closing song, I did want to remind you that in two weeks from today, Simon DeVoyle will be joining us to provide live music, uh, our opening and closing song, as well as our uh, meditative songs during the reflection. Put a link into the chat section for that. Um, it's probably ahead of my speaking, about 
30 seconds, but you'll have that for your calendar. I believe that's October 10th. And as always, my thanks to you, whether you come to the live session or the recorded session, we're grateful to have you and thank you for sharing your presence and your comments and your depth reflections. May you see the truth about yourself, no matter how beautiful it is. May peace fill your life so love will overflow. And may your days and week to come be traveled on this path of conscious love. Peace to all, light to all, love to all. Sat Nam, Shalom, Shanti, Amen. How many lifetimes have I spent searching For something that can't be explained For something that can't be tamed Searching for someone to show me the way Tell me that it's okay To work through my suffering So I look within, I find myself anew And let this light shine through In everything that I do If darkness should fall, I'll call upon this light Remember that my heart was touched When I felt the Shakti rush And I Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love My heart is open and there is more to come More less to this mind More work to be done The masks I wear are slowly peeling off Cause there's no need to hide From this truth inside a seed's been planted and this tree will grow And the fruits that I sow Will surely feed the soul So my friend, I am done waiting Yes, I'm here now And I surrender as I look into the eyes of the eyes of love 
look into the eyes of the eyes of love I look into the eyes of the eyes of love I look into the eyes of the eyes of love I look in through the eyes of the eyes of love Looking through the eyes of the eyes of love. I'm looking through. I'm looking through. I'm looking through. I'm looking through. Coalesce is created, quilted, and shared in a gentle embrace. Our thanks to Rev. Robert Farrell for giving his voice to the path of conscious love. You are me and I am you. Isn't it obvious that we enter our? We pray Coalesce enriches and deepens your experience on the path of conscious love.